Welcome to King of Hearts, Queen of Sorrows, my platform for discussing one of my favorite shows of all time, Mobile Fighter G Gundam. Uh, this is episode six, and it's going to be a good one. Here are the highlights. In violation of Gundam Fight Regulation, international Gundam Fight Regulation, I should say, Domun and Rain return to Neo Japan. Domun relives a day his brother Kyoji tore his family apart and fled to the earth with the Dark Gundam. It turns out that all along, the man in the photograph has been none other than Kyoji Kashu, Domun Kashu's brother. So, in the uh, beginning of this episode, the narrator says that he's gonna, or that we're finally gonna get to reveal uh, some of the mystery around the man in the photograph. So, here's the deal. We learned that Domun Kashu was away from the, uh, from Neo Hong Kong, or I'm sorry, from Neo Japan, uh, looks like he was on the Earth for some years, training with Master Asia. Um, the way I, the reason I say he was on the Earth is because we'll learn later about uh, about some of the uh, training that he did uh, uh, at a place on Earth or whatever in a place, certain place on Earth. Um, so that's kind of interesting. But uh, he makes a comment about you know, his mom having the best food in the galaxy. So I wonder if maybe um, I wonder if if that's just hyperbole or if maybe he and Master Asia traveled together. To different parts of the world. Anyway, Master Asia is—he uh, was the king of hearts. He's the master of the like top five martial artists, and he is able to uh, transfer the title and the crest of the king of hearts to Domun at some point before his return to his family. Um, and what really happens, or what happens here, is that in the beginning of the episode, Domun is drugged somewhere on Earth, and then he's taken to uh, the colony. Um, <clears throat> and there, they use the fact that he's been drugged to put him in some sort of si simulation um, of the actual day. You know, the, he's like having hallucinations of what's going on, and he's there with his mom and his dad and Rain uh, and Kyoji as well. And uh, the story that they're telling him is constructed from the facts of the day, because uh, Domun wasn't there, but he's getting to experience it firsthand. And Ulube and Dr. Mikamura have one purpose in doing this, and uh, Karado, I think, is the guy's name. The military guy, uh, kind of above, he's the prime minister, I think, is what he is of, of Neo Japan. Um, he has his own purpose in the experiment. <clears throat> and uh, ultimately what happens is Domun realizes that it's an illusion, but he plays his part anyway. And uh, Rain interferes as he's going to be defeated. She ends up saving Domun uh, and allowing him to engage his super mode, uh, which uh, he's able to do when he becomes really, really angry, his emotion turns into energy and it superpowers the Gundam and the Gundam changes shape and different stuff happens to it transforms, it's a slight transformation. Uh, changes shape a little, uh, the power output is increased and he's actually able to defeat this uh, like uh, military Gundam uh, from Neo Japan that Ulube used to, uh, used to be the one who piloted like a fleet of those, and not on his own, he was like the leader in one of them. And uh, the very one that he used that he lost a fight to Giga, or to the uh, Dark Gundam in um, that gave him his scar is the one that's going up against Domun as the uh, Dark Gundam in his illusion. Anyway, so Domun enters super mode uh, and he defeats it. And uh, here's the thing. We've got, uh, you know, a little bit of insight into characters this episode. Um, Rain is very conflicted. She's playing along in the illusion uh, because she has to. 
she feels she has to, and uh, she plays the part of you know the girl next door who Domin hasn't seen in years since he's been training, and she's spending time with his family, and everything's great, but it's really weighing on her. You can see how much this is hurting her, um, and she calls it a cruel thing, and uh, she ends up you know like I said interfering in the whole mess. And uh, she ends up saving Domon, but she's there for him emotionally. And at first she's going along with what her father says, uh, probably because this is based in uh, Japanese culture and it's like super important to honor your parents and everything. Not that it isn't in other societies, but I think in Japan it's stronger than it is in the United States, let's say, for example. Um, so she wants to go along because she thinks it's a necessary thing, but also to honor her father, I would assume. But she's still defiant and uh, is going to do things her own way um, to, to do what's right. So... Anyway, she helps Domon out there. Uh, Domon is cast as such a tragic figure, uh, figure here. Uh, we get to see Kyoji tear the family apart. He, uh, his betrayal of their father, of Dr. Kashu, gets him imprisoned as an accomplice. So he, the, Neo, the colonial authorities of Neo-Japan wanted to execute him for treason and whatnot uh, as an accomplice to his son's work. Um, the mother gets killed. Mrs. Kashu gets killed. She takes a bullet, basically, for Kyoji. Um, and, uh, yeah, and now Domun is stuck bearing the burden of what his brother did. And uh, the only way out of this mess to wake it, to get his father to be awoken and released from his cryogenic um, prison stasis, basically, is to defeat Kyoji, which is why he's been so desperate to find the man in the photograph, because that's exactly who that is. And uh, Kyoji brags about having all these amazing capabilities with the Dark Gundam and that he wants to uh, use its power to take over and become like the dictator of space, of all the space governments. Uh, so that's kind of his motivation there. And uh, he crashed to Earth and he crashed at such velocity that the officials from Neo Japan who went and inspected the crash site um, say that Kyoji has to be dead, but um, that uh, Kyoji and Dr. Kashu uh, developed the Dark Gundam to have three theoretical capabilities where it can self-repair, self-replicate, and I don't remember what the other one was. Um, but they're thinking it'll take about a year for the Dark Gundam to fully replicate itself. And it, I think it crashed uh, to Earth just a couple months before the uh, tournament was set to start. So about towards the end of the tournament is when the Dark Gundam should re-emerge uh, fully reconstructed and ready to do damage and um, uh, I, Karado for some reason hates Domun and doesn't want him to be a part of it but uh, Mikamura uh, and Ilube are insistent that Domun be the guy to defeat the Dark Gundam and the reason is because of the super mode and uh, I believe it's technology that Dr. Kashu no Dr. Kashu um, Dr. Mikamura developed um, and yeah he, he's the guy who developed the Shining Gundam um, anyway he uh, designed it so that it would work, the super mode would work off of uh, Rage, I guess. And uh, Domun's perfectly suited to take out his own brother with all his hatred and anger towards him for how he ruined the family, which is uh, a pretty, uh, like, sick twist of fate there. Um, <laughs> uh, so anyway, that's, that's kind of the situation there with them. And, uh, yeah. Uh, well, I, I guess let me get back to the document real quick and go through. Um, wow. So the other characters, I mean, I've kind of talked about Kyoji and what's going on with him and, you know, Dr. Mikamura. Um, what themes are at play here? You know, again, 
this one. I, it was like such a kind of an information dump that there aren't any really themes I can I can think of or that I picked up in watching it the second time. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what themes are what the themes are here, but uh, it's definitely like a really tragic story that's being set up here. So it's kind of interesting. Um, nuggets of lore. I mean, you got the thing about the three theoretical capabilities of the Dark Gundam. Um, of the fact that, uh, like, Kyoji wants to take over everything with the power of the Dark Gundam. Um, you've got that. Alube getting his scar from a fight with the Dark Gundam on that day when it went operational is kind of a thing. Oh, I guess we learned about Master Asia, and I think they mentioned the Shuffle Alliance uh, and these, you know, top five martial artists, and Master Asia is one of them. And uh, apparently, uh, Domun being having the king of hearts passed on to him means that now he's supposedly the greatest martial artist in at least the space colony of, of uh, neo japan i find it interesting that guy's master asia um and that he's helping the neo japan guy because asia is just general as opposed to you know master japan or something like that that would make a little more sense but anyway we'll learn more about him as we go on later rain's gadgets got a feature this episode um she pulled off one of her earrings and used it to, like, blind and knock out a security guard in order to get away from uh, playing the role of, uh, you know, hapless victim or whatever and uh, going to help Domun with that. So, anyway, uh, this is kind of foreshadowing for the future and, and me knowing things that are coming. So, basically, uh, you can't trust the government. Uh, maybe that's the theme. <laughs> that's going through this episode um, and through this section of the show because this is like a pivot point uh, in G Gundam. And I'll just kind of clearly lay out the problems with all the governments. Um, so first of all, 60 years ago, the space colony governments decided that it was okay to damage Earth by holding the Gundam fight on Earth as opposed to like on the moon. Uh, I don't know if people in... G Gundam know this, or in the world of G Gundam know this, but um, nobody lives on the moon. And there aren't really precious natural resources like running water and uh, plants and animals and things like that on the moon that can be damaged. Also, uh, humans continue to live on Earth. Humans who are too poor to move to the space colonies... Uh, I don't know what other situations people are in where they're continuing to live on Earth as opposed to moving to the colonies. So, just to make it all clear, uh, mistake number one is making Earth the battlefield, because that's, uh, that's just wrong. Um, and then the other things I have against the space colony governments is that Michelo Chariot, a mobster, is made the champion of the... Uh, soft colonial folks, because he's been a mobster down on Earth. The Americans threaten to assassinate another uh, nation's Gundam fighter. The Americans also kidnap Chibity's, uh, one of his team members, Bunny, uh, because he's not playing ball with them. And uh, the guys, I talked about this in the previous episode, so I don't want to belabor the points, but like, Everybody's shady. Uh, you know, Neo-China, I'm not really sure what their issue is. Like, I can't really pin anything against them uh, morally. Um, so, I guess they're okay. Um, and I, I kind of wonder what about that. And then France, 
uh, again, I, I really can't pin anything on France. Um, it was more an issue of honor, and uh, so that's kind of interesting. Russia, though, Russia is dirty, dirty, dirty. I mean, they're uh, you know they've got the Gulag situation going on, the Gundam graveyard. They're taking people out of the uh, the equation, and you know hacking their, you know, information from their Gundams and, you know, doing all that stuff, besides the fact that they're threatening the life of somebody from their own country, uh, you know, who's a space pirate, who they could have executed and, you know, sovereignty and all that. Like, I, I technically, maybe I'm okay with that, although, uh, you know, I'm less for authority and more for liberty, but, um, you know, in certain circumstances, I could see execution from the hands of the state, like, being okay. Like, well, finally, you've got shady, shady uh, Neo-Japan and all the stuff they're doing. Like, I, I, I forgot to highlight this earlier and then going through uh, getting ready to post this episode and finding like a good image for it. Um, Domon is so, so happy to be reunited with his family. The, the way they play out the, uh, the hallucination or the simulation or whatever, um, he's in the burned out wreckage of his home that was destroyed, you know, like three, four months ago, whatever. After having been away for 10 years, he is so excited to see his mom and dad and to see his brother, Kyoji. Like, they hug, they share this really nice hug, and then Kyoji's ribbing him about rain because, you know, again, in the hallucination, Domun, and, and this was how it would have been, or, or when they were reunited, this was true too. Domun had been away for 10 years, and he and Rain had been very close as kids, and um, you know, not like they were dating or anything, but they were, they were good friends as kids. And, uh, he went away to train with Master Asia, which I want to know, why was he training with Master Asia? And like, what are the like socioeconomic, uh, realities of these people? Cause like you got people on earth who are like poor and, and suffering sort of, I mean, they, they seem like they're okay in some situations, but in others, not obviously. Um, like those kids in Italy were, you know, in a bad way, but like then Domon gets to like, as a 10 to 15 year old, go off and train with Master Asia. And like, why was Master Asia the king of hearts, this like super prominent, uh, dude, like, what interest did he have in Domun, and, and, and how did that happen, and, you know, are the Kashus uh, up on the space colony, uh, you know, as scientists, because, like, they're so, like, I don't know, it's kind of a chicken-egg thing, like, are they well-off because they're in the colony, or are they in the colony because they're well-off, and, and how did all that happen, I don't know, but anyway, like, Domun is so happy, uh, he hasn't seen Rain in 10 years, and, like, he's excited to see her, and he's like, wow, she's beautiful, I mean, he doesn't actually say that, but, uh, you can tell by the way he looks at her, that he's shocked by how she looks, at, you know, as a woman, and, uh, Kyoji ribs him about, about that, and, like, it's just this perfect, beautiful, idyllic thing, and, you know, it, it really is, you know, what could have been and what was lost and what was taken from him. And that all fuels his rage. And, um, that's what they want. That's what Mikamura wants. That's what Alube wants. They want to stoke the flames of Domun's rage so that he's angry enough to activate the super mode of the, of the gun, of Shining Gundam, uh, to defeat the Dark Gundam. And like, it's for maybe a noble cause. Like, if the Dark Gundam can allow somebody, if it has all these amazing capabilities and in the hands of a bad person, it can allow them to uh, coalesce all this power to themselves and like dominate uh, all of space, you know, under their you know, dictatorial uh, you know, leadership or whatever. Like, of course that's bad. And of course you want to take care of that. But like, is really, <laughs> is that really the only way? And like, like, it's funny that they're, they're putting all of this pressure, all of this responsibility on one man who's lost so much already, as opposed to like assembling a team to take him out. Like, I, you know, I'm from Common Rider, but more Super Sentai, or not Super Sentai, more Power Rangers background. Like as a kid, I mean, even like, you know, I'm loving Voltron right now. Um, but like, 
you know, you got a whole team working together to do this sort of thing. And really, it's just Rain and Domoon. And, uh, you know, Rain's kind of swept along with Domoon because, um, you know, she was close to his family. She was close to him. And as a physician and a mechanic and like a, you know, engineer scientist or whatever, she's like well-equipped to, I guess she's probably a doctor in the similar vein as her father, but and maybe she like double majored or whatever. So she got his, uh, like med scientist, uh, you know, robot worker, um, the capability, uh, by studying under him or, or whatever, studying his field at school as well as, uh, you know, medicine. Um, but anyway, so like she swept into it because like her dad is the guy who, uh, you know, is designing Shining Gundam and has given it the power that, uh, it needs to, you know, be able to do whatever. Um, but like, so, you know, and, and her closeness with the Kashus, you know, brings her into this and, uh, it's just, it's really, uh, it's really a bad thing. And like, I don't know, like, Neo Japan could have taken such a different tact with it. They could have reached out to other nations um, and decided to work with them, but instead, they manipulate and uh, coerce Domun in this really aggressive, really terrible way. So, anyway, that's all I'm going to say for now. Otherwise, I'll get into spoilers, and I really want to kind of take the show as it's revealing itself to, uh, to me and to you. So, I'm going to stop there. Uh, anyway, uh, remember, folks, go out there and grasp happiness.